0: The stories told in this radio series were drawn from a collaborative research study of alcohol-related problems in Uganda. The study focused on techniques Ugandans living in the suburbs of Kampala use to respond to cases of problem drinking. Given the relatively recent introduction of Western ideas of alcoholism and addiction in Uganda, most people sought help for their problems outside the formal medical system. They visited herbalists to buy herbal emetic therapies. They made offerings to the rubale spirits in the shrines of Basamize. They prayed for deliverance in the Pentecostal and charismatic churches. This radio series is a collection of their stories. The stories told here are true as remembered by the people who shared them with the research team. The research team hopes that in sharing these stories with you, that you may come to learn about the wide range of techniques people use to resolve situations of problem drinking. Some years ago, I was working as a hawker with a friend, selling old shoes house to house. We were not making very much money and we soon fell behind on the rent for the room that we were sharing, even though this rent was only 40,000 shillings per month. We owed our landlord four months of rent, but we couldn't get it from anywhere. I didn't have enough capital left or any other job that I could do. I was always worried about getting money, so I learned to drink from my fellow hawkers. Alcohol was a blanket that covered me during that hard time. We were eventually evicted from our room and we moved into a shack nearby. Even there, we often had to skip meals, given all that we are now spending on alcohol. My friend's brother decided that he wanted to rescue us from some of the money for the rent for the new house. He gave us the money, but we ended up buying alcohol with it instead of using it to secure a new house. By this time, alcohol had become like like fuel for me. If I missed a day without drinking, my body would become very weak. My health now deteriorated and my lips became red. After a while, I decided that I could not manage it anymore. I decided to go home to my parents' village. While in the village, I began to dream. Through these dreams, I came to realize that my drinking was not only the result of the stress of poverty but that it was also a sign that the ancestral spirits of my family were not happy and there were rituals that I would need to perform to settle them. In my dreams, I was told that if I did not perform these rituals, I would continue to face problems in my life. Messages in these dreams led me to the exact location of the sabo of the Musamize named Jaja Kasumba in Kampala. Though I had never been there before, I arrived effortlessly. Jaja Kasumba welcomed me with open arms and led me through the required rituals. To cool down the ancestral spirits, I had to buy back cloth, a spear and other things. Since making these offerings, I have found but if I try to drink walaji I used to love, I get a bad pain in my stomach. I still drink beer occasionally, but it never exceeds two bottles. Since that time, I have been living at the sabo, helping Jaja Kasumba with his divinations. As Jaja Kasumba's assistant, my daily responsibilities include welcoming people and helping Jaja Kasumba to administer hubs and other services. Through this work, I have earned the love and respect of the people who frequent Jaja Kasumba's servo, and they often refer me as Jaja 2. People even come to see me when they need to ask for clarification about certain rituals or when they are seeking uh, dream interpretations. All of this work is part of my training to become a Sengkulu Mandwa. Although it's a very long and tedious process, I am glad to be participating in it. One needs to be obedient, hardworking and sacrificing one's happiness. The other day I dreamed and saw myself dressed in cloaks of respect and I knew that I was ready to move on to the next stage. The study was carried out by Dr. China Shaz, George Mpanga and Sarah Namirembe and was funded by the University of Virginia, the National Science Foundation of the United States and approved by the Uganda National Council for Science and Technology. In accordance with the requirements of the Uganda National Council for Science and Technology, they have changed the names of the people involved as well as places and other identifying details.